Well, it's been a while. I've been out of it for a bit, and I'm sorry about that. I owe you a ton of episodes, so I'm going to start sending you stuff. You're going to see things pop up probably a little quicker than usual, mostly because I want to make sure we get through all of the boys on the team. I get to introduce you to everyone. But also, we've got lots of special segments that I've been banking. And of course, there's been a ton of games that I haven't been able to update you on. So let me give you an update real quick. We're in the playoffs. Now, we finished the season probably about 500. There were some massive improvements as we got towards the end of the year, and you'll hear all about it when we do our retrospective episode. But then a funny thing happened. We hit the playoffs, and all of a sudden, we found ourselves able to dominate the teams that we hadn't been able to capture through the regular season. Isn't that strange? Maybe it's a gust of passion. Maybe it's that desire to take one serious run. Maybe everything's just gluing together at the perfect way at the perfect time. Who knows? But I promise to keep you updated on the action, so stick with me. Welcome back. Thanks for being loyal. Thanks for being patient. Thanks for supporting the podcast, and thanks for supporting the U18 AA New Market Renegades. This is Renegades Rinkside, the evolving story of a minor hockey team, its players, coaches, and families making one more run for the championship. Find out how they do and who they become in this exciting journey. Remember, the best hockey happens right here. So once again, let's shine a light on the heart of a local team, the U18 AA New Market Renegades. But ever so more important, let's shine a light on the people who make this team, that's right, the moms. Before the holidays, I had a chance to sit down with a couple of the moms from the 06s and the 07s. We got to know them a little bit. They shared some stories. They shared some opinions. Let's get right to it. Here they are, the U18 AA New Market Renegade Hockey Moms. Hi, Stephanie Haas, and my son is Cole Baldwin, number 10. We were just saying, it's funny, you've got to think, we've got to think back to when they were so little. And uh, I think Cole started a little bit later than most of the boys. Um, I remember the first time we put him in the learn to state and learn to play hockey. <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, he was struggling and I was upstairs and I was crying because he was crying. And I remember my husband going, don't let him see you cry. And it's so funny how quickly they get over that. And that was the end of it. He loved it after that. And ever since then, he's had that passion. Um, my dad played hockey. My husband plays hockey. So I think there's definitely hockey in our in our family. And that's where he found the love for it. Uh, Jenny Mabley, my son is Charlie Mabley, number 92. Um, he started playing when he was about three years old, almost four, so pretty early. Uh, started playing down in um, Oak Ridges, and um, it was a, I think it was called an IP program or something like that. Um, it was a really great program. He got started into it. His sister had already been playing for a couple of years by then, and there was no question he wanted to play, and he was excited to play. He, um, you know, you go buy those kits at Canadian Tire, those get-started kits, and he was putting it on and running around the house. He was so excited to go and play. Um, so, yeah, that was that was our foray into it. Her, his dad played hockey, played um, AAA hockey, so there, there was probably no doubt that, that he was going to play and be into it. So I'm Christine Carruthers, and I'm Matt Williams' mom, number one, a goalie, and uh, I always swore I wouldn't be a hockey mom, but hands <laughs> down, I was not going to be a goalie mom. So <laughs> mm -hmm. you had to know that first year when they asked for 
goalie volunteers, his little hand went up and next thing you know, we're at goalie crease buying very expensive pads and chessies and all of the paraphernalia. He started when he was six and um, I think we got into it. It was important to me that my son played hockey. My family, all my brothers, my dad played hockey and it was a big part of their life. And I really wanted him to have that that team experience where they sent that, that brotherhood, they belong to something, especially because his siblings are so much older than him. It was really important that he had that that peer group. Mel Mepstead and my son is Will Spencer, defenseman on the team, number 19. Uh, I remember about two years old when he was about two going to a community center and we were there to swim. He was there to do a parent-taught lesson. Um, and he went in the opposite direction toward the arena, calling out hockey, hockey, hockey. <laughs> um, and so then about the age of four, he enrolled in the Newmarket Minor Hockey Program there. And we haven't looked back. He hasn't looked back. Um, his grandfather played and uh, continues on with that tradition. Um, and like Christine said, just hockey has become such a community and such an important part of all of our lives. So very grateful. I'm Donna Cameron, Quinn Cameron's mom, number 11. Um, Quinn, again, started at Rift 4, joined the Newmarket Timbits at that age and uh, never looked back. We tried him in soccer. He's like, I don't want to wear the shin pads. He's like, you don't want to wear the shin pads. No, none. then I don't want to wear the socks. I'm like, it's part of your uniform. He wouldn't put them on. I don't want to wear the shoes. <laughs> Hockey, he'll put on everything. He <laughs> loves the game. Like, doesn't matter how much gear you need, right? But, so anyway, his dad plays and he's always loved the game. Some hockey memories. Anything that really made the experience worthwhile for you? Lake Placid was huge for me. I They won that one tournament. I think you were there. It was, it was amazing. There was this big fireplace. You could walk to the arenas. It was a beautiful weekend and they won. <laughs> it was amazing. Good times with everybody. So that's one special moment for me that I remember. I think the tournaments in general, I, those are all the fond memories. So one in Montreal or where they won and, and we took a bus and on the way home because we had won the atmosphere on the bus like we were we had music everybody was singing it was just so fun and then even last year we did um the Niagara Falls they didn't win that one but I remember being out in the hallway with all the parents I don't even know where the kids were that the parents were all in the hallway we were playing name that tune with with music so whoever could get it the faster getting points it was it was a lot of fun yeah I would say too, last year at the OMHA finals and seeing all the boys standing in one line during the anthem and then just not orchestrated whatsoever and seeing them all putting their hands around each other and, you know, that physical reinforcement of the bond that they had and was felt throughout the parent community too. Yeah. You know, it's a special moment. I would say if all the tournaments in general, my sister used to joke, she's seen Ontario one arena at a time. And there is something special about getting in the car early in the morning or late at night and just spending that time with your kid, with your family. You're locked together going to some, you know, exotic location. Press conference. You know. London, Ontario. Yeah, London. <laughs> which arena has the best for Which arena has the best friend? And I still think it's uh, the TNT arena for sure. And there's usually at least one funny story. Yeah. <laughs> which we will not repeat or anything. I think for me, the Prescott one was definitely, everyone's going to really enjoy that. It's really special. 
and it's just different and how it just shows old, like old school hockey and how this is a small town and how they how much they love their hockey and they still keep amazing traditions that have gone on for years so the boys are gonna gonna have that as a memory for sure but I think my biggest memory is I think from a couple of years ago and it was actually during kind of the midst of COVID and we never knew if we were going to be playing or not we had a tournament so many boys were either sick with COVID or injured and some were on vacation it was a kind of a Christmas one I believe and we ended up having seven players to play the game and the coach reached out to the boys and said, guys, I'm not going to make you play. If you want to, you let me know, but I'm not forcing anybody to play. It's not fair. And they all said, no, we want to play. So they all showed up. And these boys, I've never been so far. It was almost like the miracle on ice. Like it was the whole crowd was into it. And it's funny because Cole has a, a clip of when we actually did score a goal. And the whole crowd went crazy. So we ended up losing... Um, I think it was two to one and we actually got a goal with seven and they literally played D like the entire game. And I think there was a penalty or something that gave them the chance to get down and shoot and, and score a goal. But at the end, like it was just the whole energy in that arena and how proud all the boys were that this was like a top place team. And their coach was so angry that these kids weren't healing our team that why are they like tie or losing? Anyway, but yeah, that's definitely a big, and I think Travis King talked about that in his interview. So it's nice that that does uh, stay as a big memory with them. So here's a question I just thought of that you might want to answer that, you know, the dads are always, you know, behind the bench or in the stands or they're coaching on the ride home. But I think moms bring a different perspective. I think moms, you know, heal their little souls when they lose or when they're down on themselves. I think that moms support them in different ways especially when they were really really young so I'm I'm curious what you think your contribution to the sport for the boys has been for hot for me hockey has always <coughs> been time with my son our son is a Matt is a two sport kid so my husband and I kind of divided it up that Tristan all the baseball in the summer and I did hockey in the winter and it, it's not exclusively that but it kind of meant that he and I had some special time where hockey was our thing. You know, we stopped at Tim Hortons, we did the little rituals, made sure his right shirt was washed, ready to go, the lucky socks, all that kind of stuff. And now you're there to to mop the tears when when those those sad times or the disappointments happen. And it's it is a really special way to bond with your son as especially as they're growing and getting bigger. I think um I think that my role is to make it less intense, especially when they lost. <laughs> and I was always there to remind them that it's supposed to be fun, right? And then there was this one thing in the respect in sports that they made us do where they said, you know, you don't have to tell them what they did wrong. They already know what they did wrong. Yeah. So I used that line a lot in the house. And actually, it was only a couple of weeks ago we were in the car and Charlie's like, Phew! You don't need to say anything. I already know. And I'm like, that's me. I, I taught you that. <laughs> it is true. I think it's you're there. James, I know, knows the sport very well. He's always played it. So he might be a little more critical of Quinn's game, whereas I'm just proud of him for getting out there. Not all the penalties he always gets, but I'm always proud of him for getting out there and working his butt off. He's always... Uh, He's always working super hard, so I'm proud of him, no matter what. And I think he knows that, right? That I'm always going to be there for him. 
they see that role as a as a network of support. Yeah. Um, and you know, the choice has been hockey, one of the choices. And just when your child decides decides to immerse themselves in something, you want to be there for them 100%. And if that means driving them at bizarre hours to get there in the morning or on the other side, now that they're getting older, those late night games, you're going to do it. Um, and, and you know, you don't complain about it because you see the joy um, that, that it's brought for, to them for so many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they also enjoy just knowing that their mom's at the game and looking up and knowing that you're there and, and watching them. Um, I think, yeah, definitely we bring a different element because we're there, like you said, as a support system. And sometimes they don't want to talk at all. And that's great. We, we drive them home and they'll choose to drive with mom and they just want to think through what happened in the game. And then they get home and they're ready to to start whatever they need to do. But sometimes the yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that we bring um, just a sense of calmness and support to them that sometimes they maybe don't see as much from the dads just because the dads have such a passion for the game that sometimes that kind of gets overridden, right? So what do you think of this team? What do you think of our chances? What do you think of the families? How is the experience for you this year so far? I think we have a lot of skill on this team. And if they just keep working at it, they can be successful. They've been coming together and the last few games have been great. And like they've been passing, they've been getting their passes. Like I've noticed that I I have. Yeah, it it absolutely seems like they're playing together now a little bit more, right? I don't know how many games it takes to get to that point, but they're, uh, they're looking pretty good. If we could stay out of the penalty box, we're a strong, <laughs> strong team, right? And we're not the only team that gets in there. But So you guys noticed that too, that we seem to be taking a lot more penalties than we're used to. So do they express their frustration? Do they think it's a ref thing? Oh, it's always the ref's fault. <laughs> yeah, I think specifically the Aurora game was because there was some penalties that were super questionable and ones that were maybe, you know, a little bit on Aurora's side. And I think that really brought them down because they were playing a great game and kind of that turned, um, that caused tension and kind of turned the game around. And I think maybe in general, um, they're just trying to play. They're, they're more physical, they're bigger, they're stronger. They've got those hormones. <laughs> but I think right now they're starting to trust each other and that's why they're starting to to play more like a team. So you can definitely see there's a lot of potential, yeah. We're a team that kind of surprises you, though, because I think we've we've gotten more than our fair share of goals being shorthanded. Mm-hmm. So I do think that when they're when they're being pressed and they feel like they're under the gun, they really perform. So I think it's taken a while for them to get to know where their partner is going to be. How you know that that communication piece takes a while to develop. When they're old partners; they've been with each other for a long time. So we're coming together. We're gelling. I, I think they're going to do good things. Process takes time. Mm-hmm. I know there's some big differences in the last game against Simcoe. On the podcast, I talk a lot about the the skills that they develop and the traits that they develop being part of a team that I think a lot of other young people wouldn't have access to or would have to get it somewhere else. Because truly, where else do you get an environment where win or lose depends on the person to your left and to your right, and you have to learn how to cooperate, and you have to learn how to share your toys, and you have to learn how to take accountability for victory and loss. All of those leadership qualities 
that we hope for our boys, I think they get a lot of those from hockey. So in your opinion, how has this changed your son's personality? What, what do you think they've taken away from the hockey experience? I couldn't imagine my son not playing hockey. I think it's such a big part of his life and who he is. And like I said before, I think the boys on his team are, are part of his family. They're part of his tribe. Um, being a goalie, I think it's a little bit different than the connection they have that other other players might have. I think they see the game differently. Uh, but I definitely think that when you're on a team, you show up, you arrive, you're there, and you you have people depending on you, and you can't just oh I don't feel like it today. You got to be there. And so many of the skills are transferable mm -hmm. from the ice to different facets of their life, whether it's the resiliency, having each other's backs. Um, when things are unfair, what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, you rise above that. So, I, I, you know, so many different things. More Plus the frustration, like all so many things, right? Like the physical. When Quinn was injured last year, um, it really became apparent how important hockey is to him. Like it was really hard on him, uh, whether it was going to see the games, whether it was that lack of energy like the physical, yeah like he was just not himself at all and that was months and of course they won and he wasn't playing so it was a really tough time so we're so happy to see him back out there and mm -hmm. doing his thing I don't know how it's going to end you know how like mm -hmm. when they go off to university what are they going to do <laughs> right like it's it's a huge part of their life and who they are and their the friends will last but yeah yeah it's interesting I would say the work ethic for sure, and and Charlie's doing a co-op this semester, and I see it very transferable. All that work ethic that he puts into hockey, I see it coming through in the job that he's doing, and um, also just building friendships too. Like he's he's a fairly shy and quiet guy, so you know this, these are great skills that that help you know building friendships. My, I think my kids were lucky during COVID that they had hockey when most kids didn't have any formal social structure. That's true. Mm -hmm. So they still got to have that outlet, that connection with people. Um, and I think if you look at how kids have fared through the pandemic, kids who were involved in hockey, I think fared better, honestly. Like, I really see that. I think them having a focus and something to look forward to every week also, it doesn't get them into trouble, um, gave them a reason to get their homework done and kind of prioritize their time. Um, and I think, you know, just increasing, especially with Cole, seeing him through the years, just how much confidence he's gained over the years. And I look back at the beginning and just to see where he is now. And it's, yeah, it's 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 impressive to, to see your kid and how much they've grown. Um, and I think just the mental toughness too. And that definitely carries over into everything that you have to do in life and discipline. Um it's funny you said about university because that was the first thing we did a tour this year of Guelph and Cole really wants to go there. But his first thing was we need to go check out the arena because <laughs> they have a good arena. And I think they might have a bunch of different options. So we talked to the the uh, academic um, or sorry, athletic uh people and they said no we have a whole bunch of different options for hockey there's some competitive leagues there's some house leagues there's different so he was that was that's going to be his number one choice that's awesome <laughs> here's the thing about going to minor hockey games that i thought was interesting is it looks an awful lot like a high school dance you got the boys backed up against the wall standing together shoulder to shoulder and you have all the beautiful ladies standing in the you know they've got their own spot what's going on here how come we can't grow out of this do you think 
Uh, I think that they're talking about the hockey and we're talking about what, what we did at work this week. Or <laughs> everything yeah, everything yeah, else except for hockey. <laughs> well, and whatever we call the play, it's never going to be the right answer. So it's best just to stay on that right <laughs> And there are some yeah. moms who are like, I'm not standing anywhere near him. He's embarrassing. So. <laughs> <laughs> for the O6s, this will be the last year of hockey. What does that mean for your sons? Are they starting to contemplate it, think about it? What does it mean for you and your families? Are they starting to, is it setting in? Will you be happy to be done with this whole thing? No more stinky gear in the car, no more early morning car rides, that kind of stuff. No more tournaments in gooey hotels. Or will this be the end of something that will be hard to forget, hard to let go of even? Oh, definitely hard to let go of. It's been, what, 13, 14 years and... Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, it's funny because all of our whole life has been revolved around that. And sorry, we can't do this. I got hockey. Sorry, I got hockey. I can't. Sorry, guys. I mean, maybe meet you after. <laughs> and now it's going to be like, oh, we have nothing to do. <laughs> it's going to be crazy busy to now having all this time on your hands. Yeah, I'm going to really miss it for sure. I am going to miss it as well. Um, Charlie is starting to talk about, could I play junior next year? So that. That makes me like super excited. I don't know if you'll, you know, find a team or not, but just the glimmer of hope that maybe hockey's not is is pretty exciting. But yeah, to your point, like it's a lot of our social time. Like it's our mm -hmm. social circle. It is our yeah. social circle, right? I don't think that actually will end once the hockey ends. So that part doesn't really make me sad. Like we'll still get together with friends, but I will actually miss going watching games, them play, watching them play. And I think moms that aren't hockey moms don't get that at yeah. all. Like, are you tired of watching all that? No, not at all. No, <laughs> it. We look forward to it every exactly. yeah. late night. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. This is the first year we really haven't had a lot of overnight tournaments, though. Like, with, and I, I'm actually missing nights. Me yes. too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's when you really get to know people mm -hmm. and have some, yeah. you share some good times, some meals. And mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm looking forward. I think our first overnight is in March. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because we've had some good times, hey? <laughs> some more. <laughs> but yeah, the end of it's going to be very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining there'll be some tears. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the boys too. Well, Stephanie well, they never Paul told, told me to expect them. He said that Prescott tournament near the end, he yeah. said it was bad last year and he was watching the probably the 05 parents kind of go through it. And he said this year expect it's going to be hard for a lot of us. Some last thoughts maybe on um, what do you hope happens for the boys in 2024? I hope they keep just bringing it, right? Yeah. They're, they're working together better now. They're passing. They just got to get past the goalie. <laughs> their shots need to go not into the goalie and they'll be great, right? They're doing well. They they might feel the pressure to really finish strong, and I think it could be a good pressure. But all hopes are on that they can find find the different ways to continue their chemistry on and off the ice and really achieve what they're going for, which are those final goals. Yeah. Very tonight. That's a classic competitor. <clears throat> uh, so we we hate them. We we love beating very. <laughs> What do you predict for tonight, ladies? They're on a roll. There's hey, momentum. The yeah. number one team last week. I there's no reason we can't beat Barry tonight. You know exactly. They're going to win three two. Very physical game, but they're going to come out on top. It's always very physical with Barry, and that's never good. So we'll see some penalties tonight too. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Let's do this again, shall we? Yes, Chris. Thank you so much. 
Now, before I let you go, I got to introduce you to one of our players, Henry Kodik. I've known for quite a few years now because I used to coach him in baseball. Henry is a fantastic athlete. He excels in whatever he does. And when you meet his parents, Melissa and Dale, you know why. Friendly, hardworking people. They're always smiling. And of course, they're always supporting of their son, Henry. And Henry's one of the kids that's been around our family and my son since their early days of hockey. He's equally potent as a D as he is on offense. And we can always count on Henry to come up with that goal exactly when we need it. You've heard him in some of the rinkside interviews after the game. So you know he's been contributing all year long and every year. My friends, this could be your new favorite new market renegade. Number four, Henry Kodik. Henry Kodik, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Of course, I'm happy to finally be getting to you because you're someone I've known for a long time. You and your family. We did baseball together. I coached yeah. you when you were little and your sister Ellie was sitting on a picnic blanket. She was probably two or three years old, maybe. Yeah. And so I've known you for a while. I respect you as an athlete. You've always been a great hard worker and a great player. Last night, you sco scored a great goal. Thank you. And you were working really hard on the ice. You could tell you were moving everywhere. You were just on. So congratulations on a great game and a great season. But I'd like to back up a step. Tell me about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you come from? What do you do at, uh, you know, what do you study in school? How'd you get into sports? Those things I think the fans would be interested in. All right. Uh, well, I guess I'll start where I grew up in. Uh, I was born in Toronto. I've always loved hockey from the start. Ever since I was little, I, I used to play uh, hockey in this place called Ted Reeve. It's in Toronto. Um, yeah, my dad used to take me skating. I started lessons there. Yeah, I've, I've always loved it. Wasn't very good at the start, but uh, gotten better over the years. Was it your first sport? Uh, yeah, hockey was my first sport, but I also play uh, like baseball. I've played some basketball in school. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm just I like sports in general. Well, tell me a bit more about school and things outside of hockey. What do you, your favorite subjects in school? What do you value most about school? Where do you think you might go next for school? Uh, yeah, school is really important for me. Um, I want to go to university eventually, uh, maybe do some like kinesiology, something with how the body works, you know. I, I really want to go to uh, Queen's University. Nice. Yeah, that's my kind of goal um, with school and stuff. And then beyond school and sports, what are some of the things that you love to do? If you have a day off, nothing to do, let's say it's summertime, got a job, you got some hobbies, what do you what do you do outside? Um, you know, I love to hang out with friends and uh, you know, my my one friend has a has a pool. I love sitting by the pool and swimming, you know, and obviously hanging out with my family and stuff. You spoke about family just now. Tell me about your family, because I've known your family a long time as well. Mom and dad are great people. And I'm curious, who who supports you in sport, first of all? Who's the real sports fan? Because I, in my family, I was not into doing the hockey thing and all the travel and all that stuff. I was actually more of a baseball person. So who in your family supports your hockey dreams? You know, it's really both of them. But I think my dad really has grown to like support me and watch me play throughout the years um my mom has really kept me in it though uh also my dad he was the one that got me into hockey so he's always played hockey growing up and, oh yeah yeah that makes sense your family's very tight-knit 
you can tell just by talking to them that, uh, I mean, Ellie's at every game pretty much that you play unless she's got some other commitment. And, and I know you do the same for her. What does family mean to you? Why is family important? You know, I always value family and yeah, they're, they're really the ones that support me with hockey and everything. Just no matter what I do, they're always there for me. And yeah, I can always fall back on them if I need anything. You guys, you have fun together. You sit around the TV. Like I heard you got a new dog, that kind of thing. Do you spend a lot of time, you know, up in your room at this stage of your life or you, do you always involve your family in what you do and, and stay close together in activities? Yeah, I try to. Um, yeah, my family's very important. I try to include them all in like everything that I do. I always like talk to them about stuff. Yeah. We're very open like that. Who do you get your sense of humor from? Cause your dad's <laughs> a funny guy, but your mom's a different kind of funny. She's got a different sense of humor. Yeah, my my dad likes to think he's a little comedian. He tries to make a lot of dad jokes, I guess, uh, from from that. And he's pretty good at it, I'm told. All right. <laughs> so he says. All right, let me ask you this. Thinking about our progress this year, look backwards from where we started back in September. And, and what are you proud of having achieved? But I think the second part to that question is, what do you think we need to do and what are you going to work on in order to get us to the playoffs, to secure a spot and, and take a run for the, for the trophy? Uh, back in the year, I think looking back on it, we've really improved, uh, coming together at some points. Uh, it was kind of split at the start of the year, but I feel like we've done a good job of like coming together and really recently playing as a team, uh, not just players on the ice trying to score. We're really like, we're, I find we're communicating the negativity is coming down and we're, yeah, we're, we're having fun out there. Awesome. And that shows up in games like last night where, I mean, we were just on mm -hmm. probably in a way that we haven't been on yet this year. And it's good. I think what helps that cohesiveness is having a defensive line that's split between 06s and 07s. Like, likewise, the forwards are generally split. The shifts are a pretty much a good mix yeah. of the two cohorts and it brings different talents together. But I think you're right. It was difficult in the beginning to get those different styles to gel. Oh. Uh, so what about moving forward to get to the playoffs? What are some of the areas that you would like to see tighten up? Uh, you know, I think our passing, we got to tighten that up. And, uh, just in general, like, uh, we, we, we sometimes, uh, think that we might lose before the game, but we really have to go into the mindset of every game that we can win. And we know we can, cause we've beat every team in this league. Uh, yeah, we just have to compete. What is your mindset like when you go into these games against teams that we, I mean, we have to work on, like we've had really good success with um, the Admirals, but Barry is always a wild card. Markham obviously mm -hmm. is very strong this year and in the past. What's your mindset when you go into these games? What do you, what do you think about? How do you prep for a game? The, those are the games I love playing the most. Uh, it's really a battle every single time you play them. So you just got to, before the game, you got to calm down and, you know, I like to listen to music before games and stuff. It kind of helps me calm my mind down a little bit and uh, focus on what's ahead. What kind of music do you like? Uh, you know, I like everything. My dad really has gotten me into the Beatles. I, I love the Beatles. And uh, yeah, I mean. Is I like that good pump up music though? <laughs> not that not, <laughs> not that much, but um, pump up. I like listening to like rap, you know, hip hop. So thinking about last night where you were just clearly on like differently, you were everywhere you needed to be at the right moment. Not that you're not usually, but like last night was like, Henry, here comes Henry again. And and I think 
the amount of time you spent on the ice was a reflection of that. Was there anything yesterday that you did differently that you could say, oh, okay, this is working? Yeah, yesterday it was a it was a really tough game. You know, as I said, I really love playing in those games. And yeah, the the just the high level of compete and energy just brought like it just helps me play better, you know. I like when I'm under pressure. Oh, pressure. You like, yeah. okay. So I, that's I, when you I, bring it. Yeah. I think I play better under pressure. Like maybe when I'm playing worse teams, but I play worse. Yeah. But uh, Barry's a really good team. Yeah. Absolutely. So when uh, you're a good guy to put in, when it's when close game, stakes are high. Yeah. That's good to know. Let me ask you one last question. Tell me about your goals, both on the ice and for however long you intend to continue in hockey, whether it's just this year, next year, or whether you're thinking about doing something with it, let's say at the university level. And then what are your goals in general for life? Well, you talked about kinesiology and, and working with the body in sport, but what are some other goals you have for your life? You know, I, I've always wanted a family. I want to start a family. I want to have kids. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I want to be close with everyone, but yeah, I want to buy my own house, you know, be a father, just stuff like that. The little things it would really mean a lot to me. To, That's amazing. Yeah. And the, by the way, you get that from your family, mm -hmm. right? You learn that from your surroundings. So, I mean, yeah. that's a big reflection on the kind of family that you come from. And that in turn will change the kind of dad you get to be. You think you'd be a coach someday? Oh yeah. I would love to, I would love to coach. Stick around here then. And we'll, I'll, I'll be your assistant or something, or I'll be the water boy. I don't care. Just give me a job. <laughs> a job. Uh, so what about for your hockey goals or your sport goals? Um, yeah, I, I want to, I, I would like to try to play junior hockey at some point. I, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to play at that next level. And yeah. I think you belong there, man. I think you, I think you make a great shot. So I hope you take a run for it. That's Thank awesome. You. Anything else you want the fans to know the listeners out there? No, we're coming for a big playoff push here. And uh, yeah. So show up, right? Be at uh -huh. the games. Awesome. Henry, thanks so much for making time for me. I was really looking forward to this interview. I'm glad we did this, and good luck with the rest of the season, and we'll see you out there in the stands. All right. Thanks so much. All right, everyone. Let's keep this one nice and short. We'll be back very soon getting you up to date, getting you caught up, and giving you the details on the action in the playoffs as it goes down. So keep following. Stay tuned. Don't forget to check us out at renegadesrinkside.ca. And remember, podcasting is a great way to showcase your brand, to tell your story and help develop your business. If you'd like some help creating a show just like this one for your company or for yourself, reach out at contact.fusechamber.com. All the links that you need are in the show notes below. Make sure you come out to Ray 20 on Friday nights to check out the local games. And hey, our calendar's up there. If you want to follow us on the road too, we would love to see you. Don't miss a minute of the excitement. I catch you in the next one. Let's go Renegades.